this week on the podcast talking about how to grow your podcast and get more downloads for the great work you're doing. This is Using the Whole Whale, a podcast that brings you stories of data and technology in the nonprofit world. My name is George Weiner, your host and the chief whaler of wholewhale.com. Thanks for joining us. Welcome to a special episode, a strategic episode of Using the Whole Whale. I am here with Nick Agile, the, we decided this, right, the marketing analyst whaler of Whole Whale. Welcome, Nick. Great to be here, George. Thanks for having me. Here is relevant, relative, and weird in the days of COVID. Where are you actually joining us from? I am coming to you live from the basement of my parents' home in suburban New Jersey. Very lovely and very soundproof. So perfect for a podcast. That's actually pretty perfect all in all, right? You're in a podcasting safe zone in the basement and you've made it. You're in your parents' basement, right? Like it's what we all dream of when we graduate college. And you are a recent member of the Whole Whale team, right? We just, uh, we just officially made you an honest offer. Congratulations. Thank you. This is true. I've been full-time for about nine days now, and it's going great. What a veteran. Loving every second. You've chosen a weird time to join a company. This is true. I don't think we've met in person yet. This is really embarrassing. I was trying to think if we had. You really don't think so? I don't think so. Soon, though. I'm confident. I'm optimistic. <laughs> well, I appreciate the optimism. Uh, I say we roll into what I was hoping we could cover today, which is just like an excuse to talk through and help people grow podcast downloads. And it comes up personally and professionally quite a bit because we spend time creating episodes carefully curated. We find our guests. We think about what we're going to say. Then we launch it into the world. We have an initial little bump and then just crickets nothing out there. You know, Nick, I know you're interested in podcasting and you're definitely going to be helping us on, you know, certainly the analytics side, but uh, I guess aside from the overnight successes, is this kind of in line with uh, what you feel is going on out in the field? Yeah, definitely. I think that this is a great time to start a podcast. We all have lots of time. Uh, So many companies and organizations are starting their podcasts. There's billions of them out there. So the trick is getting the visibility and the listens, the streams, the downloads that we're all looking for. So hopefully we'll be able to work through some strategies to getting our podcast or getting your podcast to more ears. Getting your podcast to more ears. And I think it starts with our first point, which is getting good slash popular guests. This isn't the same thing. A good guest can deliver wonderful, high-quality content, but that's only part of the game. The popularity contest, sadly, is just a function of what is the ability of your guests to broadcast that episode to their friends, followers, network, and, and put it out there in a meaningful way, right? A properly motivated guest can share with thousands of people and drive a bunch of downloads around that episode. And so choosing people that have those pre-built audiences on different social platforms is an excellent way to sort of get that episode to to take off. Now, 
Of course, even though you have a popular person and those people share it with their people, it doesn't mean you're going to get all of the folks that download the episode to subscribe. By the way, you should subscribe to Whole Whale. Uh, you're not going to get them all, but that's fine. You can still keep, like, what, 5-10% of them and then continue to grow that base of supporters. Yeah, I think that's a great, great technique. Another one I'm going to shout out now is use embedding the podcast in an email newsletter. You've got those emails. You have those lists. You're making a podcast. You're starting it. You need the streams. You need the downloads. Make sure that when you send your podcast out via email, you make the CTA really easy for people to click on. Make that call to action big, bold, beautiful. Take the listeners to Spotify, Apple, Google, Stitcher, wherever you are on, wherever you have your podcast available. Make sure that if you're sending emails, that's a great way to drive streams and a great way to engage listeners. And next up, personal LinkedIn. So I'm making the note that it's on the professional side, the personal account of a LinkedIn of executives on your team or individuals on your team who are running this versus, of course, the corporate account. Uh, because LinkedIn right now is one of the best networks for organic social lift on posts as long as you're posting from uh, an individual personality because they're beginning to cut back on the business reach of posts that happen on the company. So by all means, post there, but create that engaging post on LinkedIn and you're going to want to tag the company and tag the individual as well so that you begin a bit of a dialogue because that will generate a little comment back and forth uh, and, and more pieces that will, uh, again, increase the lift of the post. And, of course, since the podcast is in the post, that will kind of come with it as well. And that's a tactic we've been using pretty effectively here at Whale. And it's time to feed the whales with a quick ad about Whole Whale University. This is our best online content packaged in courses. We're talking SEO, content marketing, Google ad grant, cybersecurity, and tons of webinars and other templates for you to use. You can buy them individually or as an annual subscription. Uh, we really put our best work in here. And if you're interested in the topics in this podcast that we tend to cover, we go a mile deep with these courses. That's wholewhale.com slash university. Nick, what do you got up next? Next, I have auto post on social. Podcasts are a social medium now. More than ever, we're sharing podcasts. We're sharing what we're listening to. Make sure you're getting it out on your social networks. You can use auto post functionality of Buffer um, or even the native functionality on your podcast host. So get it out to as many people as possible, spread the message, and hopefully more ears. Yeah, I, the auto post also kind of saves you from yourself because sometimes you forget to like slice dice and push it on every single platform. Uh, I, I think that's the sort of like fallback position. I'd rather, for our next tip, actually custom post on social, considering the same things I just talked about on LinkedIn, where you are tagging relevant companies you talked about, your guest or your guest supporters, or the conversation threads in various maybe Facebook groups or on Twitter hashtags that are having an existing dialogue about the topic that you have an expert sounding off, uh, sounding off about. All right, what do we got next? All right, next we have email signature. 
George, how many emails do we send a day? It's depressing. Hundreds. We send hundreds of emails a day. I actually keep track of my emails. It's gone down since we implemented Slack. I will say that. <laughs> I'm sure. But still, so many emails, right? So this is a great way to just, again, just get exposure to your podcast. And what's great about putting a podcast in your email signature, which is what we're recommending in this tactic, is the people you're sending emails to, they're people who are in your network. They're already interested in what you have to say. So these are going to be potentially really engaged listeners. So just throw a link in there, throw a Spotify link, whatever platform you're on, and get it out there. All right, what's next, George? All right, what do we got next? I love the email signature. It's such an underutilized tactic and area, and like you're, you have a little advertisement every time you fire off an email to somebody who's relevant to your organization. All right, number seven, find the Facebook group talking about your topic with your audience and join it. Now, when you join it, the first thing you should not do is go in and post, 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 hey, listen to me, listen to me, listen to me. Uh, you should actually listen to them, respond to other people's threads, get a pace for the social norms of that group before you start just blasting out, hey, we got a podcast. All right, what do you got next? The next one I have is be a guest on a podcast. Put our servers to the test. Um, he did it. <laughs> I was wondering who's going to do the bad joke. I got I'm surprised it in there. you didn't come in with the like, be our guest. It really, it's hard to avoid that. As an avid Disney fan, the joke wasn't going to not happen. But being a guest on a podcast is a great way to get your message out there. And I have to say, I recently listened to a podcast. I love listening to podcasts. And the guest was so dynamic, so energetic, told such great stories that I actually went to watch her Netflix show. And the guest I'm talking about is Nicole Byer, the host of Nailed It on Netflix, which I highly recommend. It's the opposite of the Great British Baking Show. It's cooks who bake, but they're not good at it. And it's a feel-good family episode. And I would know nothing about it had the host not been a guest on my podcast. So maybe you have a Netflix show cooking in the background, maybe you don't, but whatever your message is, you can get it out there by being a guest on another podcast. Yeah, I think the quote by Seth Godin that guest podcasting is the new guest blogging kind of captures it all where we used to be writing for other folks and now there's just you know tons of folks looking for guests constantly. We get contacted literally weekly here where we're sort of being like, oh, okay, let's like consider what this guest would be like. All right, number nine, embed podcast episodes strategically. So this is important. You can actually grab the embed, right? We've been talking about that because we listen on players on Spotify, Stitcher, whatnot, iTunes, but there's also players that you get on the website that allow you to embed a quick click to play of the episode. Now, if you put that episode in like a dark corner of the web, nobody is going to find it. Nobody's going to click it. However, if you put it in a popular stream of traffic that already exists on your site because of, you know, SEO, organic marketing, organic traffic coming into your site, landing on a page. So for instance, this episode is actually literally going to live on an article on our site called how to grow your podcast downloads. And they're going to be like, wait a minute, you just did a podcast about this. So very meta right now, if you're listening to us use this tactic, but it works because the traffic is there. And essentially what you've just done is drop in a bit more dynamic depth of content that people will then 
click play and we'll get some percent of you to subscribe because we do clever stuff like this all the time. What do you got, Nick? Well, building off of that, another great thing you can do is ask your partners to embed on their sites as well. We all have our networks. They all have their websites. Maybe your guest has a website. That's another great opportunity to embed your podcast and its player on other sites just for a win-win. We can also repurpose your content on YouTube as a video, right? So right now we're actually doing a, a video stream of this in addition to the audio. And what happens on YouTube is that it's actually much more discoverable. So once you translate your audio into some video so you can background graphic or however you will, it has a whole second life because YouTube is the second largest search engine on the internet, literally. like. First there's Google, and then people look for the answer to how do I grow my podcast downloads, for instance, on YouTube. And then that will also pop up for your podcast. Make sure that you have a little runner on it saying, hey, go find our podcast here and the proper links uh, so you tie it all together. And a little quick hack is that YouTube costs a lot less to promote in advertisements, is better tracked and easier to manage if you're talking about throwing some dollars behind uh, any kind of podcast promotion. All right, Nick, what do you got? Next up, I have targeted giveaways. So this is a season tactic done by our older and wiser radio station friends. But think <laughs> about it. Um, throw in a little special offer saying, first person to leave a comment will get a little, a little something, maybe a shout out, or maybe the first person to share our podcast will get a shout out. I listened to a podcast and I subscribed to their Patreon. I wanted to support the podcast, but the benefit for me was I get a, I get a shout out on the next episode. And I don't consider myself much of an attention seeker, but getting a shout out on a, the next podcast episode and my favorite podcast will make me happy. So just engaging with the audience is a great way to build up that rapport. All right. So let's, Let's try that one right now. I've never tried that one. I like thought of the idea. So here's my idea, but you just gotta like shape it a little bit more, ready? So here's what I thought, like right now, if you are listening to like this stage, like we're a number of minutes into this episode already, how about this? If um, I'm willing to throw $50 at a nonprofit of your choice, but what does someone have to do in order to like unlock that? The first person to like something, something. What do you, what do we think? The first person to share organically on their social media. What social media? Which platform should we go after? And how will we even know? So we have to have them like hit us up on like Twitter or like, I feel like we just make it simple. You have to share this, the link to this episode on Twitter, just do at whole whale and say like, hey, nice episode. And then who you want to donate to. I love it. Right, so like just to repeat, we're gonna give 50 bucks to the first person who's literally able to follow this little shenanigan here. But basically 50 bucks to a nonprofit of your choosing, tweet at Whole Whale, include the link to this podcast and name the charity that you want us to give to. And the first legitimate one of these that we find up on uh, on the good old Whole Whale on Twitter, at Whole Whale on Twitter, uh, we'll, uh, we'll do it. We'll see if this worked and we'll analyze the data and probably follow up later. Okay, causing problems. Number 13 here, take questions from the audience. Use a tool like SpeakPipe and you can make it easy for people to leave recorded messages right through your site and this will increase listener engagement and give you more content to play with. 
Okay, next one I have is Ride the News. This one's kind of a tough one right now, right? Because, you know, we're really saturated with so much <laughs> information about COVID-19, but being able to make your podcast relevant to the time and place it's in is important. And I think it doesn't have to be doom and gloom right now. You know, we're going through a historic time in our world, but just recognizing that circumstances are different, we're all staying at home, just acknowledging that itself is important. So making your podcast uh, relevant to the current circumstances and current events is really important. But just going to shout out that we did this um, back in 2019, excuse me, um, with the sale of the .org, which didn't go through, right? It was blocked. Yeah, that's right. It was uh, it was actually blocked and didn't end up going through thanks to the great work of save.org.org and that coalition of, you know, nonprofits that really got together, spearheaded uh, by a number of great organizations. But ultimately, look, we found a topic we cared deeply about it and we were like, we have to unpack this. And once we had a sort of like explainer of why and how the .org domains even work, it then became a fast way for advocates to share why it mattered, what it was uh, on Twitter and other places. So you can think about news that is maybe requiring some unpacking or ways of looking at how you choose your topic in line with that. Mind you, it's not going to have a long tail, meaning like it's going to be less relevant in five years, two years, even six months. But in the short term, it is getting uh, a quick hit of downloads, and it's exactly what we saw. Um, and you can even see in the in the article here where we're sharing some of our data, there's a big spike, and that starts the sort of new level we're getting to. All right, Nick, should we cover some of the technical mumbo jumbo here? I feel like some of it's worth it, right? Yeah, sure. So, what do you think are the takeaways from the technical elements? I would say we have to make sure your feed is built properly, right? That it's got the description, the title, the icon, and that it is and has been submitted to the major players, the Google, the iTunes, uh, Spotify, Stitcher, and others. Platforms, you know, we use, for instance, Podbean, but there's Libsyn, uh, among others, that, that will do this and make sure that you create once and publish everywhere and publish properly. That said, it's kind of a wild west right now and continues to be with needing to literally go to each one of these places. Even though your feed is there, you go there, claim your feed so that you can then view the custom analytics on those platforms. It's a bit of um, a dumpster fire, to use a technical term, but... It's an opportunity, right? And it's super interesting to see your you know, behavior and downloads of people on Spotify or iTunes and, and now Google. So uh, there's a lot to, to deal with in there, but ultimately what you're trying to do is measure downloads, measure what's working so that like when you have a tactic, you have analytics on your downloads that you trust. Whew. Okay, uh, we have some pay-to-play stuff here. You know, we've seen around 70 cents per download. Uh, I don't love paying to play, if I'm honest, because I think it's tough to get and ensure quality because of the nature of advertising. We're still working on this tactic a bit uh, and playing with some audio stuff as well, but uh, I don't want to recommend anything that uh, I don't think is going to work particularly well. All right, Nick, I think we did it. We went through all of this. Uh, what is your guilty podcast pleasure right now? I feel like you... Uh, you like yourself a podcast. George, I love myself a podcast. I'm going to 
expose myself as an uber music nerd now, but my favorite podcast is called That Classical Podcast. And it's hosted by two wonderful young British millennials. And they go through all the composers and talk about what music they created. And at least Western classical composers are wild humans. So it's fun, entertaining to learn about classical music. And it's an escape for me. And I love it. What about you? Awesome. What you oh, to? gosh. I'm so depressingly predictable. Like everything I consume with my spare time is like something that better be making me smarter. So uh, I like the hustles, uh, my first million, uh, the daily rabbit hole is New York Times' new one about YouTube is just beyond fascinating because I'm way deep on, you know, YouTube strategy right now. So I'm, I'm really liking some of those. Amazing. No, it's not. It's so predictable. Uh, I got to stay true to my character. Nick, congratulations. I think you've done your first podcast. Assuming we post this well done, this has been episode number 176. And you can find details in the show notes at wholewell.com slash podcast. Nick, any, any final parting advice or words of wisdom? Listen to more podcasts. Listen to more and once, podcasts. once we end the recording, I'll do my Michael Barbaro impression for you. You can't give us a little taste? Maybe later. <laughs> it's Monday. This has been Using the Whole Whale. For more resources on today's show, please visit wholewhale.com slash podcast and consider following us on Twitter at Whole Whale. And thanks for joining us. Special thanks to gregthomasmusic.org. Thank you, Greg. Your tunes are the best tunes. I listen to them on iTunes. And please subscribe. Subscribe on Spotify, on Stitcher, on Google Play, on iTunes. Subscribe everywhere. It'll make us so much happier, and it'll help you get the latest that we're releasing almost every week, I'd say.